0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. It is episode 85. 15 more to go, and I'm at 100. Can't wait. Uh, maybe I'll have a cool guest on or something for 100 or do something special. I don't know. Talk about. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out, but we got to get there. Uh, huge shout out to my buddy Theo, who started a podcast about fishing. Uh, the good old blasting cast is what they're calling it. You can look it up on iTunes, and I think it's on a few other uh, podcasting platforms. But. Uh, the, old, the Good Old Blasting Cast, um, it's a fishing podcast. My buddy Theo I was in the Air Force with, which we have a, a lot in common. He is kind of a pro fisherman, and he does a lot of fishing, and it's, it's a good podcast. I listened to their most recent episode, and it was I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was easy to follow. Uh, Theo's got a good voice for podcasting. Go ahead and listen to their podcast. I like to support other people who are, are getting into this podcasting stuff, and it's, it's easy to do. You don't even need a you don't even need a computer or anything. You can just take your phone. Most phones have decent recording devices on them now. My phone, I recorded a lot of the Dave casts with my phone from when I used to be at work and stuff. So this podcast, I get into everything that's going on in Minneapolis and then some of the stuff that went on here in Grand Forks. So yeah. Enjoy the podcast, you guys. Uh, hit me up, Dave's podcast1 at gmail.com. I am Dave's podcast on Facebook. And also, just Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Funny welder on everything else. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to the Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. To the Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. i out of control. So welcome to the Davecast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Later. Mike, check one, two. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, On the last podcast, I was like, I haven't had one out in a couple weeks, and Robin May pointed it out that it's been a couple months. So just to let you guys know where my mind is at, when you're down and out, like you just kind of lose track of time. And you lose track of things. As soon as Dixon hears me talking, he wants to come over here. He got neutered yesterday, and he has to wear this cone around. So now we got this big, rambunctious puppy wearing a cone. Just jamming it into everybody. But uh, He does pretty good about not licking it, but we have to keep the cone on him just so he doesn't. But he would, though, if he didn't have the cone on. He hates that cone. We had to tighten up his collar. He tries to get it off. He freaks out with it on. <laughs> he seems like he's depressed when he's wearing it. I'd be fucking depressed, too, if I had to wear a cone all day. All right, man, let's talk about what's going on in the fucking country right now. So the other day I sat down, I think it was on Tuesday, the video went around of the cops detaining a black man. Or just a man, why do I got to put race on it? But it's all about race right now. Uh, The cops, when the video starts, they have him down next to the police car. You can't really see... You only see really one or... You see two cops pretty much on top of him, but there was three. Uh, some Asian cops standing there trying to keep crowd control. And the this cop has his knee on the back of the guy's neck. And I knew what happened before I watched the video. And even though I knew what happened while I'm watching this video... I'm like just I'm I'm like yelling at my phone. I was like get your knee off of his neck. You got him down. You got him. You know he's subdued. The guy's saying I can't breathe. It hurts everywhere. My neck hurts. My arms hurt. Uh, He called out for his mama who supposedly died two years before that. So you knew the guy was in some sort of distress and at this point I really didn't know what he had done. Uh, i don't you know and it doesn't matter what he did because he could have murdered a bunch of people or not once you're once the cops have you handcuffed and down like that now it's like you're their responsibility they continue to hold him down and the one cop keeps his knee on the back of the guy's neck and for everyone i went around saying that is not a proper procedure to do to someone cops use it all the time you see it all the time uh, knee on their back or knee on the back of their head or their neck. He controls someone's head, you really do control their body movement. He you know, and maybe he shouldn't have had his knee there at all, but even if he does use that technique to chill out the situation, the situation got chill, and he should have not he should have taken his knee off of the back of his neck. Especially when the guy finally goes unconscious. The guy stops talking, and the guy you can tell that he's just out. And he proceeds to keep his knee on his neck for another at least three minutes, I believe. Uh, people filming it or getting video of it were saying they're killing you. They're killing him, you know. They're they're talking. They're talking to the Asian cop that's keeping him back, saying, "Dude, like, you need to stop this. Why they're murdering that dude right there, like." he can't breathe, they're killing him, and they're just, the whole time, and even me, I'm like, man, let the fucking dude go, like, not let him go, but take your knee off of his neck, especially once he's unconscious, once somebody's unconscious, then it's like, all right, well, what the fuck's going on, you know, you don't know what kind of medical conditions that person had before, and like I said, it doesn't matter what they did, like, once they're in custody or detained by you, it's the the police officer's responsibility for that person's safety, for everyone's safety, and they straight killed that guy. The other two cops, that cop standing there. Just, you know what I mean? Like why did you not, hey, it's t- you know, he's out. You need to start, get your knee off of him, you know. Forcefully push the guy off. Who cares? I was talking to a few people about what if I was there on scene, you know, and I could have rushed past the cop that was doing crowd control and try to shove that Derek whatever his name is, uh, the cop that killed him and try to shove him off of him. One, you're going to take a beating. <laughs> if you do that, you're going to push through and the cops are going to beat the shit out of you. Maybe you would have saved the guy's life. The thing with that is if you would have saved his life, no one would have known you saved his life because at that point, no one would have known he was going to die. So you would have got a beat down from the cops. Uh, if you pushed in and the crowd started pushing into you could have got shot because as a police officer, a group of people can, can kill you. So now you have the use of deadly force. So the situation could have got even worse if you try to get in and break it up. I would like to think that I would have tried to do something if I was there, but I don't know, you know. If I would have, if, you know, if somebody was there and knew the guy, like if that was my brother being held down there, I'm fucking cops up until they fuck me up. But I don't know if he had any friends or anybody really knew who he was at that point. It is so sad and it is just ridiculous. But now let's get into the the meat and potatoes of it. The media takes it and twists it. Before... Any of this, I understand that minorities have have it harder. You know, they. I my little brother is black, and I remember growing up with him in small town Minnesota's Or he'd come and come to South Dakota, and he was treated different. And when I was little, I didn't understand why are people mean to my brother. Why do kids at the park just want to beat him up for no reason? Uh, then we get older, and it's like we go into stores, and it's like why is this? Pe- why are the why is the clerk following us around the store? And Richie's like, it's because I'm black. They think I'm going to steal something. I don't know. Like I've I've witnessed it firsthand with my brother, but I don't know what that feels like being white. So what does the media do? They take this and they twist it, you know. And then there is I think there is police police brutality toward minorities. You could get in the argument of, you know, they break the law more, or you know, it's just they're from the the urban environments where they're poor. And this and that. And is that judge it's stereotypical of me to say they break the law more. I don't know. I know a lot of white people who break the law. So they, they start this huge race race debate. I'm missing the mailman's here. All right, I'm back. So I was right. The mailman was here. And the dogs freak out. But he had to come to the door to drop off a package. And I don't remember ordering anything. And it was in my name. So I had to open it, obviously. And I'm guessing my sister, Andrea, I'm sure it was you, ordered me these books. Somebody did. Pretty sure it was my sister. She hasn't said anything, though. I got four books. They're all all Malcolm Gladwell books. Uh, The book that I read in treatment, I talked about it here on the podcast before. Uh, What was that one called, David and Goliath? Battling Giants. The Advantages of Disadvantages and the Disadvantages of Advantages what (laughs) i deal with what oh back again the dogs are barking at nothing back to where i was at like so i really enjoyed that malcolm gladwell book and it was a really good read and very insightful and i've heard about a few of these other ones blink i've definitely somebody my one of my counselors told me i should get i think the tipping point also but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to read another book. I guess I definitely need to. It's it's hard for me to read. I'm not i I've never been a big reader. And they say the smartest people are the ones that read. The most logical people always read. It's just information, right? You can't. You can't ever get enough information. But back on topic. Uh, George Floyd was murdered by the police. Uh, So the media twisted it, you know what I mean? Like they can't say like man killed by the police, you know, it was black man killed by white cops or white cop. Uh, But all too often we hear, I mean, and I know, okay, white people are killed by cops, brown people are killed by cops, black people are killed by cops, you know. But the only time we ever really hear about it, you know, is when it's a white cop killing a black guy. And that I honestly believe that is our media, that is our, the establishment, whatever it is or whatever you want it to be, the government is trying to keep us divided. You know, if we fight with each other, then we're blind to what they're doing and we need to get past that. And I think, I think this murder... Or this this police brutality this time around. I don't know anybody that was like, oh, those cops were justified. He shouldn't have broke the law. Uh, he should have listened. He shouldn't have fought back. Because there's tons of video now. I have footage of like the, there's a store camera of him being handcuffed. He didn't fight back while being handcuffed. they Sat him on the curb for a little while. He didn't get up and try to run away. And then when they were trying to put him in the police car, I don't know. Um, you don't really get to see that portion of it, but maybe he, you know, maybe he turned and was like, "You guys, I, I, you, don't, you know, shouldn't be arresting me." And then they just threw him on the ground, and then that's where it all started. That dude didn't have to die, man. Like somebody, any of those other, any of those cops on scene there, they should all be charged with something. I just found out today that that cop is being charged with uh, third degree murder and manslaughter. So that's a good start. Um, if he gets acquitted, what's going to happen? Because people are rioting and looting in Minneapolis. Whether you agree or not, like I don't know, I'm on the fence about it. I'm on the fence about everything, right? So they start looting, and my brother, my brother is down there at Ground Zero, and he was telling me some stuff, and I'll get into it here in a minute about what's going on, you know. And there was. It started off as a peaceful protest. It always does. People just showed up at the precinct or showed up downtown Minneapolis, or I'm not sure if it's downtown Minneapolis, but it's uh, wherever the third precinct is. And you know they were just chanting stuff like they want justice. And then all of a sudden uh, there's even video going around of a, of a white guy with a gas mask on and an umbrella breaking the windows of an auto zone and then they and it had spray painted on it free stuff. So people think that's like provocateurs. I seen someone post something that it's, it's a cop from St. Paul that that started that, just trying to incite it. Because uh, if they can incite incite looting and rioting, then it makes then it makes their cause look bad. It makes them look like animals. It makes them look like bad people. And are they? I don't know. That's up for debate, right? Because right now, if you complain about the looting, people think you stopped caring about George Floyd's death, which is so asinine it's stupid i can still care i still i'm still heartbroken that that guy was held down like that and that he was straight murdered by the cops like they should have took care of him even in arresting someone they're supposed to take care of them they messed up and the whole country i don't know anybody that wasn't in agreeance to that nobody was arguing it you know, I'm sure some fucking racist person somewhere said he shouldn't have broke the law or whatever they say. But a huge majority of us were like, yeah, that fucking cop needs to get fried for that. Go to jail. Do some time, a long time, I think, for what he did to that guy. So here we are all on the same page and we're all actually in agreement with it. But all of a sudden now people are trying to complain about hey looting isn't helping anything looting's making it look bad and it's hurting the cause and george floyd wouldn't want you guys out destroying local businesses you know hurting your community by looting and rioting another side says well we've done the peaceful thing we've people have been quiet or people have protested peacefully and what has it gotten us more pe- more black people dead by the cops by the hands of the police so what what do we need to do? Do we need to set a city on fire for people to realize that this is a big issue? I think we all know it's a big issue. It's like how do you stop it? We need police officers, correct? You need people there to help you and save you in, in a time of need. You know, so how do we? How do you vet that? How do you know? I was a police officer. How do you not? How do you get hire people that won't be stressed out, that won't have PTSD from being shot at one night on the line of duty in the line of duty, and then the next night they got to go back to work. Worrying about being shot at again. Have you ever been shot at? You fear for your life. You think you're gonna die. You don't ever forget about it. There's many times in my life I feared for my life, and you don't forget about those situations. They stick with you for a long time. I try to tell people that, thinking like a cop mentality. You know. Unless you use race, we'll throw race in here. Let's say I pull a car over and it's you know a black man gets out and starts shooting at me i get in a firefight with the guy whether he dies or not doesn't matter and you know maybe they'll give me a week off or something a time of leave to get to decompress from the situation or whatever but maybe we're short-handed and i can't and i gotta go to work the next night i pull a car over looks like a black man is driving you don't think that fucking firefight the night before is gonna come into your head and make you a little scared what if the guy gets out of his car just like the other guy did are you you know it's hard to not draw your weapon should you shoot someone if they're not armed or not justified never ever but man it, it, you're in a crazy situation your mind is playing fucking tricks on you you got some ptsd that hasn't even fucking showed his ugly face yet from the night before you're just still in shock but those cops killed that dude and there was no you know Maybe they got in fights when they are trying to detain people before, you know, and it scares them and they're scared. But maybe they shouldn't be a cop then. But who can be? That's what I'm getting at. Who out there has that mental fortitude that they can get shot at or get in a fight with someone the night before and then the next day when they're put in a scenario that's close to the same way not react, you know, in, in, a, in, in a weird way? It's crazy. So the media is trying to make it fucking look like a race war and stuff. And I think we were all banded together until the looting started. And the thing with that is people can be opposed to looting. You know, I'm not I don't think anybody should be stealing someone's stuff or burning buildings down, you know, or hurting people. I watched a video of these people there was a a handicapped woman in a fucking electric wheelchair trying to stop looters and they were roughing her up, sprayed her with a fire extinguisher. Why? What the fuck? What where is your mentality? Or where is your mind at when someone in a you're like gonna try to assault somebody in a fucking wheelchair, an overweight elderly woman in a wheelchair? You know what I mean? Like if you want people to stand up for the cause, like do you think George Floyd would want someone to do that to someone because he died? You know I make jokes like if the cops fucking kill me, which they wouldn't because I'm white, right? If they did, man, burn this motherfucker down. But it'd be like if the cops kill your kid. And you burn your neighbor's house down what are you helping you're not helping anything your kid wouldn't want that but now if you mention the looting you i don't care about george floyd you can care about both you can fucking like i'm saying right now george floyd was murdered by the cops and they need to pay for it but looting is bad burning down people's businesses and that is bad yeah, there can be provocateurs or government agencies send people in to start the riots. Just because somebody breaks the windows of the auto zone doesn't mean you need to steal the shit out of it. Just because my neighbor leaves his window open doesn't mean I get to climb inside and take his shit. You know, it's people people are still doing it. It's like, oh, well, they started it or whatever. Like, so? It doesn't give you the right to fucking loot and burn shit. You know, and what do I know? I'm a fucking white dude. Like, maybe if I was... Oppressed my whole life, and I saw something like the Floyd footage. Would I want to go burn something down? I would like to think I wouldn't. And my brother's out there, like I was saying, he's out there in the midst of it all, and he was live on Facebook showing what's going on. And he told me that he pretty much feared for his life yesterday because there was he's this what he told me is there was rioters like three miles away burning and fucking looting, and but the police were at the protest. They he was at a peaceful protest. Nobody was being, nobody was rioting or looting where he was at. And the cops show up and he said, they don't even get out of their vehicle to talk to them. They just get out. They just roll by, roll the window down and start pepper spraying everybody. So Richie says, they back off. He says, go, the cops say, back off. So they start backing off. And what happens, he says, they run into more cops as they're backing off, told them to turn around and go the other way, which is where the other cops were telling them to go the other way. He said he felt frustrated and scared because he was pinned they're like pinned down like where do they go if they got cops on both sides of them telling them to not go this way not go that way and they're just in the midst of tear gas and pepper spray i don't know at that point are the cops just angry because the precinct was burned down are they are the cops scared that the you know a big crowd could turn on them and kill them and i don't know it is some crazy fucking times we're in right now and speaking of crazy times here in Grand Forks which we don't ever get this crazy shit crazy shit rarely ever happens here you know so when it happens or we're all sitting back here in the comfort of our homes watching this the riots and stuff it's we don't really it doesn't really touch us like we not you know we're kind of numb to it but then the other day here in Grand Forks what I hear you know the cops the Grand Forks, uh, Grand Forks deputies, the county deputies showed up to issue a man, uh, civil uh, civil papers saying he was being evicted from his apartment. I don't know the full story. I don't know exactly what happened. But when they showed up, the man started shooting. He shot 41 times with an AK-47, killing one officer, wounding an officer, and killing a woman in the apartment. I'm sure the cops fired back. Uh, the guy survived. He's in. He was in like critical condition when they brought him in, but he survived. So the suspect's in custody at Ultra, I believe, right now. Undergoing medical attention. And, and the funniest part is, it was a black man, right? So like, you don't see the headlines. Can't put black man kills white cop because it's just the side of the coin, right? White peop. The white people can't. You can't say a black man did this. You can just say a man did it. But when it's the other way around, it's okay. you know. I, mean, I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't get it. you know. And the, and the craziest part is here, just don't get me wrong here. Don't take this the wrong way. And if you do, whatever. Anytime a major crazy crime, a murder, or some crazy shit happens here in Grand Forks, it's always a minority that does it. Don't get me wrong. White people break the law and do dumb shit and do drugs and they get arrested for meth all the time. And pills and heroin and stuff but it's like when a when a violent a crazy violent crime happens it's always it's always a minority you know and the minorities make up i think like eight percent of the population here yet they do more than 80 percent of the the violent crimes you know and that's some i know that's crazy stereotyping but it's it, it's statistics but what does that do for everyone that lives in the community we're like okay every time somebody murders somebody it's it's not a white person that gives us a bad we just get this ill will you know or we get we we, almost like build up racism right i don't think it necessarily builds up racism because i'm sure the people that watch it are you know that are slightly influenced like why do these why do black people come here and kill people or why does this person come here and do that you know I think it, you know, I mean, because I'm sure they still have black friends or know someone who's black that they hang out with or talk to. You know, if you're a racist, you're not going to have black friends. You're not going to talk to someone who's black. But you understand what I'm saying? I'm I'm just trying to get at like, I know this is a low energy, low paced kind of podcast, but that's okay. You know, if you're just some if you don't have very many minority friends or you're an older white person who's lived up here and you've lived through the racism times and you know you got a little bit of a racist bone in your body, every time the news comes on and somebody who did a violent crime was a black person or a native american or a mexican, you're going to be like, "Why do they always do that?" you know, and you're going to get a bad taste in your mouth for that that culture or that race. Should you know? You should not but it's natural. It's really sad. I feel for... My heart goes out to the cop who, who died and his family. A young officer with the police department. Uh, a deputy that I know got shot in the leg. It's crazy, you know. I and mean, the community here had a memorial and they did some stuff to show their, their appreciation for the police department and stuff here. So I can... I can mourn that. I can be like, man, that sucks that that happened to this police officer here. And I can also hate that cop that killed George Floyd. You know, there's there's no line to be drawn. I can be on both sides of that line. And I think that's a big thing right now is like people are like, oh, you care more about the looting than you do about the death of this guy. No, I care about the death of George Floyd. It's terrible. It's so sad. We didn't share or say anything about it. When, you know, when it happened or whatever I did, I spoke out in a bunch of posts on my social media and I'm speaking out now on my podcast. People, I don't know what, they just need something, right? We need something to fight about. Let's all stand up. Stand up to the, to, tyranny, to the government for con- oppressing people. It's, it's people, Americans. They're oppressing Americans. Even if you're white and you don't feel oppressed Other Americans are being oppressed. Would you want any of their lives? Would you want a black person's life knowing that you're going to be treated different by the color of your skin, not by your your character? No, nobody would want that, right? Would you give up your white privilege? Do we have white privilege? Of course we do. It's crazy times we live in. That's what I have to say about that. I thought I should do a podcast about it, and I did. So, all right, you guys, like I said, it was a low energy, chill podcast, but that's what, that's my point of view on what's going on in, in you know, in Minneapolis and with everything that's happening here in Grand Forks and the looting, the rioting, my brother going down there to protest and, and put his, in a way he almost puts his life on the line, right? You know, you're going to catch a rubber bullet in the eye or in the fucking temple or beanbag in the temple and die. I think I don't, I'm, this is still, I don't know. If this is true or not, but I've heard people have died in the rioting. So for those that are like, oh, you don't care because you're just bitching about us rioting, people are dying in it. People are losing their businesses. Yeah, they might have fucking business insurance or whatever, but does that make up for all the fucking blood, sweat, and tears they put into that business building up from the ground up, all the money they put in? Are they going to get it all back? I don't know. You know, and even if they get that insurance and they build their business back up and try to start over, what is that community going to be like? You know, was that community destroyed by the rioting and the looting? Is it ever going to be? How long is it going to take for them to build back up? And you know, was it built up in the first place? Probably not. A lot of those rural areas are struggling. People there are struggling. Why would anybody stay there now that it's going to be worse than it was before? There's ways of doing things, and I get it. When you when you get that many people together to to protest something. Um, assholes show up provocateurs show up people on drugs show up messed out people that are like just fucking antsy and fired up trying to keep everybody calm you know like it'd be per- it'd be the ideal situation for everyone who would- if everyone would have showed up at the third precinct and have your chance or whatever or just be silent and just stare at the precinct thousands of people fill the streets and just stare at it nobody break nobody breaks the law or does a crime nobody gives the cops reason to fire tear gas or rubber bullets or any of that stuff just stare until there's justice for george floyd thank you guys for listening i do appreciate it i'm gonna keep these coming like i said it's, i know there was a couple months in between and i was listening to uh kevin hart on rogan's podcast right now and they were giving me some motivation to this you got to get out and work for it you got to get out and do it you're not going to get better at podcasting, at jujitsu, at anything, fishing. Get better at fishing, go do it. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, is fishing, but uh, my heart goes out to all the families, everybody who's feeling it with the riots, with the death of people who shouldn't have died, you know. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next podcast. Hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. Dave Helmert on Facebook. Get involved in some of my crazy posts. Uh, hit me up funny welder on instagram and twitch i haven't been gaming i've been gaming a lot but i haven't been streaming it internet kind of sucks for it and i wish if i had better internet i think i would stream more often shout out to those streamers that i watch Uh, grinding at it every day uh it believe it or not it's a job you know trying to talk to everyone while you play you're entertaining you're putting on you're putting out content Uh, whether it's youtube content Facebook content, whatever it is. It's it's a deal now. People do it. Uh, people like to hear other people's opinions on things. Uh, if you got a podcast, let me know about it. Uh, my buddy Theo's got a podcast. I can't even think of what it's called right now. Uh, it's a fishing podcast. I'll figure out what it is and I'll put it in the intro. Shout out to him. Thank you guys for listening. Hit me up. Later.